Tell me who hath believed, hath believed our report, and to whom is it revealed, the mighty arm of the Lord. Hello, I'm Kathy Davidson. I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church here in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, which is the power of God. Now, Smith Wigglesworth in the early 1920s was doing a meeting in Casadero, California, and a remarkable thing happened. He had a man come to him for prayer that was stone deaf, stone deaf all his life. And Smith prayed for him and knew that God had healed him. But the man showed no changes. And every day as that meeting would go, the man would take his chair and put it right up next to the platform so that he could be as close to Smith as possible so he could hear what Smith would say. And every day the devil told Smith that didn't happen, it didn't work. And Smith would declare back to him, he's healed. Now listen to what I'm saying because it'll help us. For 21 days, that man would take his chair and move up to the platform to be as close to Smith as possible so he could hear him. And for 21 days, the devil told Smith, your prayer didn't work. He's not healed. And Smith would declare, he is healed. And on the 22nd day, the man sitting there, all of a sudden jumped up out of his seat and ran out of the auditorium. He ran 60 yards away. And when he got 60 yards away from the auditorium, he stopped. And he heard, he heard them singing in the auditorium. His ears were open. 21 days, Smith had to stand that God had healed that man. 21 days, he didn't stop believing. And the 22nd day, it manifested. Now, let's start the program with a song by the Brown Brothers, Somebody touched me. Many years he walked in darkness As he groped along the streets His hands stretched out for pennies Or for just a bite to eat It's the story of the blind man When Jesus Jesus walked his way, and when the masters touched, the man looked up as the scoffers heard him say, Somebody touched me, somebody touched me, I was blind but praise his name, I now can see. I was in darkness when Jesus found me, but since he touched me, I now am free. One day he touched the crippled man, and today he walks again. 
And now the master saw with pleasure He had labored not in vain Like the story of the blind man I once was bound by sin But since the master came or praised his name Thank God I now can say Somebody touched me Somebody touched me I was blind but praise his name I now can see I was in darkness When Jesus found prayer. Father, I thank you. Let the power of my Lord be great. Father, I ask that you open our eyes that we can see, that you open our hearts like you did for Lydia, that we can attend unto the things which are spoken, that you turn us from darkness to light, from the power of Satan unto God. And I ask this, Father, in Jesus' name, Amen. I shared with you just a little bit ago a testimony of Smith Wigglesworth. I want to share one of my own. It was about seven or eight years ago, my son, my third son, and I were in the kitchen cooking dinner together. And I noticed on his hand that he had a bump, a big one. And I asked him about it. I said, John, what happened? We had just come back from a camping trip, and John said that he was accidentally stabbed with a knife. It's the first time I'd heard of it. I took a closer look at it, and I saw that it was infected. So not saying anything to John, I went to the other room, and I started praying. I asked God, I said, what do you want me to do with this? Because it was, it was infected, a wound. And God told me exactly what to do. I asked God, I said, now that I know, I want you to get a situation where John and I are together alone so that I can talk to John. And what I wanted to do was I wanted to get John's faith up with mine so that I could pray for him and it be healed. And God did exactly that the next day. John and I needed to go drop one of my other children off and we were in the car together for about 20 minutes. And what did I do in the car? We started driving. I said, John, do you remember when God did this miracle for you? Oh, yes, he said, I remember. 
I said, and do you remember when God did this miracle for you? And John said, yes, and he told me the miracle. And then I brought up a third miracle. I said, John, do you remember when this happened? Yes, I do. And then I said, John, God's with us, isn't he? Yes, mom, he is. And I said, and we've seen the power of God with us, haven't we? John says, yes, we have. So I said, John, I want to pray for your hand. No problem. He handed it right to me. And I took his hand in mine and I said, Father, in Jesus' name, this hand be healed now. In Jesus' name, this hand be healed now. And we went on about our business. The next morning, I asked John, I said, before you go to class, I'd like you to call me because I was teaching. I said, give me a call before you go to class. I want to see how your hand is. So he called me. It was about 7.30. I said, okay, tell me, how's your hand? John said, mom, the infection's still there. There's no change. I said, I understand. I didn't tell him anything. I said, I understand. We'll keep going. And I hung up the phone. But when I hung up the phone, I said, no, devil, that is a lie. I told you, you were healed in Jesus' name, and you are healed. Well, about lunchtime, I got another phone call. It was John. John, thanks for calling. How's your hand? Mom, it's all gone. The infection's all gone. My hand is healed. That hand was healed. Now, where did that power come from? Where did that ability come from that I could pray for John's hand and it be healed? I want you to turn with me to Romans 1, 16. Romans 1, 16. For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, not afraid to trust in it, not afraid to put our trust in it. Why? For it is the power of God unto salvation to everyone that believeth. It is the power of God unto everyone, everyone, everyone that believeth. Now, it says, for I'm not ashamed of the gospel. The gospel. And I've said this over and over. 1 Corinthians 15, the definition of the gospel. That Jesus died, that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day. That right here is the power of God unto salvation. Now, let's take a look what happened to that death, burial, and resurrection that gave the ability for John's hand to be healed by the power of God. And I'm going to go to Isaiah 53, and I'm going to begin in verse 1. Now, I've heard growing up that Isaiah 52 and 53 weren't talking about Jesus. But I will prove that's wrong. If you will go to Acts 8, Acts 8, and in Acts 8, it's, it's talked about Philip. And Philip says, And a eunuch answered Philip and said, I pray thee, of whom speaketh the prophet, this of himself or another man? And they were talking about the verses, Isaiah 53, verse 6 through 8. And then Philip opened his mouth from that point and preached unto him Jesus. So right there is your proof that Isaiah 53 is the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. And I'm going to go there, and I'm going to begin in verse 1. Who has believed our report, and to whom is the arm of the Lord revealed? 
For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. This is Jesus. And if you remember last week, we went over the last verse. He hath no form nor comeliness. No form. Where did he have no form? He had no form when that body of his was hanging on the cross. No form. Every bone out of joint. Isaiah 52, marred more than any man. Let's take a second here and look at this body. Hanging on the cross, every bone out of joint. Marred more than any man. And right here, hath no form. Why? Let's go back. Verse 2. For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant and as a root out of a dry ground. He hath no form nor comeliness. And when we shall see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. Why? He is despised and rejected of men. A man of pain, sorrows, and acquainted with grief. That word is sickness. Jesus. Jesus, a man of pain a man of pain and acquainted with sickness. This is that body on the cross. It had our pain on that body. It had our sickness on that body. Had it on that body. Let's continue. And we hid as it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Now look at this next word in verse four. Surely, surely, Surely. Is there a more sure word in the Bible than surely? It means sure. It means certainly. 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 He hath borne our sicknesses and carried our pain, our sorrows. When? When he had no form. When he was on that cross. He bore our sickness, our pain. He bore John's infection. On his own body. It states it right here using the word surely. For sure, for certain. He has borne our griefs, our sicknesses, and carried our sorrows, our pain. Yet we did esteem him stricken of God and afflicted. But look at verse 5. But he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And with his stripes, we are healed. So we have a body here. A man on the cross with all of our sin. And with all of our sickness. And with all of our pain. Now do you see why that body looked like that? Do you see why that body looked like that? It had our sickness our pain on it. Verse five, but he was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquities. The chastisement of our peace was upon him and with his stripes, we are healed. Now, I want to go to verse 10. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. It pleased the Lord to bruise him. It made God happy to do this to Jesus. It made God happy to do this. Let's take a look. Yet it pleased the Lord to bruise him. He hath put him to grief. That translated grief, sickness. He made Jesus sick. 
He made Jesus sick. Our heavenly father made Jesus sick. And not only that, it pleased him to do so. It made the father happy to make that body sick. Why? Because he was doing it for us. Because he was carrying our sickness, our disease, our pain on that body for us. For us. That's why the father was happy. Jesus was doing it for us. So that we could be healed. So that that healing would take place when Jesus was raised from the dead. That pain, that sorrow, that sickness was put off of him. Done. Healed. Put away. Conquered death. Conquered sickness. Conquered it all. And not only that, we conquered it with him. Why? Why are we sick? Why do we feel sick? It's been taken care of. It was put on the cross with Jesus. Why do we even put up with it? It was put on the cross with Jesus. John's infection on that arm was put on the body of Jesus. And when I commanded it to go, it had to because it was already paid for. Now, I'd like us to consider that as I minister the song for you, the My Girls singing Jesus Messiah.
that Jesus died for us, that he was buried for us, that he was raised again for us. Do you need help from God? Well, turn with me to Romans 10, verse 13. It says, for whosoever, whosoever, do you know whosoever includes you? For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Do you know that word means saved? It means preserved. It means set at safety. That word saved means anything you need. Now, you say, but how do I do that? Got the perfect example for you. The last program, I gave you blind Bartimaeus. I want us to turn to Matthew 15, and I'm going to begin in verse 21. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. Behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. She's calling on the name of the Lord. She's calling after Jesus. And look what happened. My daughter is grievously vexed with the devil. But Jesus answered her not a word. And his disciples came and beside him saying, send her away for she crieth out after us. But Jesus answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came the woman and worshiped him saying, Lord, help me. Lord, help me. She was crying on the name of the Lord, calling out after him. But he answered her and said, it is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Verse 28, then Jesus answered and said unto her, listen to this. O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee according as thou wilt. What did Jesus call faith here? He said, woman, great is your faith. Why did he call it great? She kept crying out after him. She kept after him. She kept after him until she got her answer. She didn't stop until she got an answer. And Jesus called that great faith. Do the same. Call on the name of the Lord with what you need. And don't stop calling until you get an answer. Let me hear from you. Until next time, God bless.
Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the musicians from Water of Life Church. She'd love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at Kathy, K-A-T-H-I-E, at KathyDavidsonWOL.com. That's W-O-L for Water of Life. Or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, P.O. Box 861327, Plano, Texas, 75086. You may find her on the internet at www.kathydavidsonwl.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.